what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Monday, March 15th, the actual Ides of March this time, 2021, episode number 645, and it's another beautiful Monday in the Hardo Hive. It's nobody's favorite day of the week besides the weirdos over at businessinsider.com who uh, say that Mondays should be everybody's favorite day of the week, which doesn't make any sense. So happy Monday to everybody but businessinsider.com. That's got to be a parody thing. No. Like a serious article. Serious uh, article. That's why I don't read Business Insider. <laughs> right. I love Business Insider. Is that? Yeah, yeah it's great. Is, it, is that like during the pandemic? Mondays, everyone's favorite day. No, it's like no. Gotta, they're just they're like just you trying to go to work people. and make money. Right. And yeah. Stock like, market opens work. up. Stock market opens. Let's make exactly. Mondays a thing again. Yeah. Right. So, all right, Business Insider. We've had we've heard enough of it. Oh, we've got a ton of incredible stories. Don't gaslight to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mondays suck. Just yeah. accept. Don't it. gaslight me, business owner. But we got a lot of, of we got yeah. a lot of good stories here on Hard Factor to kickstart your Monday and make it suck less. Mm-hmm. Also, we're wearing suits now, so that's just an announcement. Yeah. Deal with top. Yeah. This is just a suit filter. I'm actually not wearing. A you suit. guys look sharp. Well, that's a sharp looking suit filter. Yeah, thank you. I gotta say, <laughs> very impressive. Are we so we are officially a suit pod now. We're giving it a. Uh, how long do you think we last? Yeah, we'll Wes see. isn't. Hmm. What do you mean? Uh-oh. I'm not. What's Are you wearing there? a suit? I can't tell. It's so yeah, dark he's there. He's got a plaid. Suit? He's got a plaid jacket. So plaid dark. Navy suit. It, 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 it's really, is, what's that. the point of wearing it when you can't see it? Looks well, like you're wearing a sweatshirt. West. Well, eventually, you guys will just stop asking if I'm wearing one. Dark That's West is in a dark suit. Yeah. 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 Fair makes enough. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is West is West even I, there? It's so dark. I think I think it makes us look very professional. Okay. That's my opinion. I bought a new suit. I got a special one for Friday as well. So. Yeah, and and uh, St. Patty's Day, so I got two special suits this week. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, beautiful. Check out the videos, everybody. All right, Wes, get us going. All right, got a little lightning round of uh, you know politics, uh, maybe a little stimulus. Uh, let's get into it, guys. They are describing the situation at the border uh, as a crisis, and uh, it's it's just getting worse. I think that's an appropriate name for what's going on down there. The number of kids in cages, because that's what's fucking happening. They are in cages, has reached a record high. And this is according to CNN, mind you. So for all you liberals out there, you got to trust me. Uh, you got to trust what I'm going to say. Quote from CNN, the number of unaccompanied uh, migrant children in Border Patrol custody continues to climb, reaching more than 3,700 on this past Wednesday, many of them in jail-like facilities along the U.S.-Mexico border. CNN has learned. Um, so Has learned. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's really bad down there. Um, you guys, you guys. I mean, it's been, we've been reporting on it yes, for weeks. Yes, so. yes. It's yeah. just getting worse. Um, <laughs> it's either a crisis or a Christ shit. Listen, it's really yeah. hard. 
It's really hard to get the uh, exact number of kids that they actually have down there because some, it's like it's how it's, is that hard? Because they're trying to keep it under wraps. Yeah. Oh, because because the, the bigger yeah. the problem gets, the more they're trying to keep it under wraps. You right? tag those kids and you uh, track them. That's what I say. You got to know those. how many kids you're responsible for. That's just rule one of being yeah. responsible for kids. How many rule. You're yeah. not going to keep those kids in there, and a lot of them are going to die and stuff. So it's constantly rotating the number of, of people there, right? right. Shouldn't yes. be that hard. They need yeah. Cuomo's people on the case down there to, to lie about how many you know are dying. Oh, yeah. Um, if you can see behind me, those are some cages that the kids are being kept in. So they got names on them. Um, the average. <laughs> no, good. They give you a name tag. You yeah. can't shower yeah. for a week. Right. The average number of kids being detained at the border and put in those facilities that resemble jails is uh, more than 450 a day, more than 800 on the day CNN finally like really started speaking up. So the average is going to go up. Some reporting as high as like 2000 a day. So Biden uh, wanted to ease up on the Trump immigration policies, but also doesn't want migrants to come just yet. So wonder what the migrants heard from all that. Maybe uh, mas facil de venir, which means it's easier to it's easier to come. It's easier to get in. Right. Um, I don't think that's right. Was that, that the actual Listen, translation? I, I believe so. Facile, uh, easy. Yes. Veneer. Facile. The, yes. Uh, okay. they, 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 they come. Veneer. Is that um, French? I don't know. So, no, I mean, what is, what's happening is, is that this, the people are getting, you know, varying. Uh, they're listening to what's being said at the border and it's just trickling down into the into, into Central America. And they're like, yeah, they say, come on. They said, come on. That's just I mean, it's 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 a lot of misinformation. What's going on there? Um, mm. The New York Post is reporting. So why, do, why do we have to keep them there for so long? Like why? Well, they're coming into the country. And I guess Biden's policy is he's not going to reject anybody. Well, it's the kids. Just, it's no, the no, kids. no, that's not. Okay, but it's not the, the kids, situation, guys. The situation all, is all the kids are coming by themselves, Pat. On a couple yes, of months. yes, like, yes. Yeah. Be, because there is, they know that if the kid comes by him or herself, they have a better shot of getting into the country. And the reason the influx is so great yeah, is because turn a kid around. Trump well, left. Because they, well, right, they, but it's because they marketed this plan. Of, well, Biden said he was going to be easier. Biden marketed the plan of not well, of no more kids in cages. I'm going to let them in. It's the asylum stuff, right? So under Trump, it was it, it's easier for them to get into the I asylum at the border under Biden. I guess it's hard to turn a kid around and be like, here's water and blankets. You should go because that's like irresponsible if it's like a young kid because they could die when they turn around and go back home. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so you just put them yeah. in jail. Well, why don't we put it? Why don't we build like pop up towns? We have the infrastructure to do that. It could be like child law and like just like all mm-hmm. night flashlight tag and like just a bunch of, you know, it's like children of the corn style. It just sounds like they're way behind yeah. on building this thing. They, yeah. Yeah. Just, build, they, just, child tra- law they just traversed the entire. <laughs> Entire uh, subcontinent of Central America. So I, I don't think uh, pop up tents with flashlight tags are going to keep them inside from getting to their family wherever they are in the country. That's the problem, right? Like mm. a big fence, they're going to get through it. They already got over the wall. Yes. I'm saying like you make it so much fun while they're waiting to get through the process that they but- don't want. By making like these pop up towns where like you know there's a little ch- like a little miniature mayor because he's a child stuff mm. and they're like just like a child oh, town like it's a, a great model idea. UN. Style yeah, thing but while they're waiting, they it's learn like, civics. Oh, look, you guys are in control of the town, and then okay. tonight, tonight's activity is once again kick the can. Or, it does you know, sound less like a cage. I mean, right. yeah, sound like ch- child towns until yeah. they're until they're done with the process. I don't know. I don't know. The New York, the, the New York Post is reporting in February twenty nine thousand seven hundred ninety two unaccompanied children crossed the border without their parents. Of those twenty nine thousand two thousand nine hundred forty two were under the age of twelve. So. It's it is a little hard to send those guys right. back with a blanket in water. The overall number of people apprehended along the Mexican border uh, was more than 100,000 in February, um, which is a 28 percent jump from January. Seventy two thousand of those were deported back back the other way. 
Um, this according to Customs and Border um, Protection. So bottom line is the crisis is worse it's been in, since 2019. Facilities are maxed out. Kids are being kept in those border patrol facilities a lot longer before they're uh, being transferred to health and human services where their conditions are a little better. Um, you know, it's only supposed to be there in 72 hours, but now they're being kept for up to like, you know, 10 days, a lot longer because the, the shit's just full down there. Um, they're being it's terrible. Put, they're yeah, put, I saw what it was. A, one of the facilities is 700 percent yeah, capacity or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're being put into pods separated by sex. So they're taken from their siblings. They're scared shitless, sleeping on floor because there's not enough mats. Um, yeah. So if you think that Biden came in and revamped these places, they're the same fucking places that the kids were before, except now they're even more maxed out. Pelosi um, is well, he hasn't uh, really is, had time. I mean, he's got to come with a fucking plan ASAP. Yes. Well, he's been in. I mean, how what is he got two months and, and his but policy of not rejecting they anybody. sub these things out, guys. The, the HHS has the thing, but they sub it out to third party. Right. But his policy of, of, of wanting to accept more is what created the issue. Yes. So, I mean, he's got to figure out how to deal with it right. when he's marketing easier right. access. He's got to be able to deal with that marketing it's, promise that he made. It's, it's going to take a while. He didn't have like a poster. It's going to take a while to clean well, up. It was, a, it th- was a campaign promise. There's yeah, things that can be problems. done right now. Like you could send me down there with $5 billion and a thousand kickballs and we'd have a better time than they're having right now. Right. We, we do, we do Mark activities. just wants to coach some, sort, wants, of, yeah. some sort of team yeah. of kids. Mark, Mark is really viewing the situation like a SimCity style And situation. then I can shuffle these kids to the right like, organizations. Get Uncle Mark like, down there. Major League Baseball, you should be looking at this kid and you know, like, uh, soccer, MLS, you should be looking at this kid and stuff like that. Like, I, I would, a, You're going to turn it into a recruiting farm? I like uh, it. I mean, while well, you make, you yeah, make where's lemonade the MLS? Out, of, out of lemons when you're down there, you know, yeah. those kids are going to love uh, it when they're making millions. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, they got Dr. Seuss canceled, though, so good for them. They, 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 uh, they're, they're working. Pelosi is blaming Trump for all this. West, saying, West zing in the Who is there? <laughs> Dr. Seuss did it. West, Dr. Seuss yeah. is a saint did it. Your hero, CNN, they. said it. <laughs> <laughs> is sticking hey, into liberals. Saying, if you're talking about it any more time, maybe concentrate a little harder. Uh, Pelosi is blaming Trump. For all this saying, <laughs> what the administration this is, this is what you wanted. What, yeah, what the administration has inherited is a broken system at the border, and they are working to correct that in children's interest. Luckily, Biden did authorize FEMA to go and help for the next few months. That won't stop the influx, but it will hopefully make those kids' lives better as they get more support. Um, yeah, so that's that. Let's move on to ratings. Um, and uh, like I said, you got to you got to hand it to CNN for reporting this shit. They haven't really covered it too much. They're trying to hide it. But because ratings for new shows are down uh, since old Teflon Don has left office. So uh, but now they got to start reporting the news again. Right. Get, they got to turn on Biden back going. Yeah. Yeah. They got to turn on Biden. The fucking rats uh, since Trump. Oh, uh, Don Lemon. Woo. Yeah. Don Lemon's down 30 more than 32 percent in viewership when compared to last November. I get it. The election was electric. But Trump also puts, you know, asses on the couch um, and watch Biden is just fucking boring. Um, yeah. Since uh, November, yeah, since, should, since like they should compare four it months to ago. last March. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, is they're, that they're, was they're way down. It's the highest it was to like now, like the lowest it was. So that's why that's so alarming because the the election season was definitely the highest ever. Yes, and then now it's like the lowest. But so they're, they're still watching there. the news. Yeah. yeah, and they're still really really down. So yeah. um, all yeah. these people who stop watching need to watch Hard Factor. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So uh, so uh, you know they're turning on Joe and uh, you know hey Joe if you can hear me run uh, they're they're coming after you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad Wes, I didn't play that clip, Pat? Wes uh, is just throwing obscure <laughs> movie references in now. Like, no, I, that, I was, didn't, that I didn't, was my shtick. I didn't, what are you talking about? Sending the car? You got. Uh, you have all see, uh, yeah, seen the Stimmy memes. 
Um, <laughs> saw one today. Stimmy hit me at PetSmart. Uh, y'all got lions. So that was a good one. Um, so, yeah, it's hitting people's bank accounts soon. Hopefully uh, you listen to us and uh, about filing um, if you had a shittier, shittier 2020 and get that check. According to most banks, it sh- you should start seeing it by March 17th. So St. Patty's Day is going to be a fucking hell of a day oh, if that's there you tr- go. Yeah. Good day. I have, a, t- I have a quick I have a quick tip too. Uh, starting today, you can go to irs.gov and you couldn't do it before and you can do, like find my payment. Um, they have a button you can click on now starting today and it will tell you if you're getting a check or uh, a direct deposit. If you're getting direct deposit like Wes said, you should see it by the 17th. If you're getting a check, it's probably going to take like three or four weeks. Nice. Okay, yeah, yeah direct deposit uh, in the bank. So Finally, last thing, let's check in with Governor uh, Handy Andy Cuomo. A seventh woman has come forward to accuse him. Former Albany State House reporter Jessica Bakeman says, quote, he took my hand as if to shake it, then refused to let it go. He put his arm around my back, his hand on my waist, and held me firmly in place while indicating to a photographer he wanted us to pose for a picture. And this is his move. This is his test. He, grip, he grips the shit out of your waist for a picture, and he sees how you're going to react. And uh, that's that seems to be kind of like what he's doing. Um, she seems a little young for him, though. Uh, yeah, he might use well, the Trump, I mean, he might use the I Trump th- alibi on that one. Throw, throw, all, that, throw that picture. Aren't all up. the chicks Cuomo's been with like significantly younger than him at this she, point? Like all looks, the accusers. She looks like she's in her 20s. Yeah. yeah. So both uh, U.S. Democratic senators from New York, Schumer and uh, Gillibrand are calling for him to resign. Pelosi still won't, even though she has zero tolerance for sexual harassment. She's taking the Cuomo route, saying she's going to wait for the investigation and then decide. So did Biden, apparently. Uh, but she did add that uh, if the list of women gets to a baker's dozen, she will reconsider. She said that. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> she's waiting for the investigation. And that's that. Yeah, but I think I think the Biden, I don't know if he said it himself, but his team said the same thing. Yeah. The investigation's underway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No one's no one's happy with that guy. Come on. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, de Blasio says he's going to resign. We'll see. Uh, guys, blood sugar spikes in diabetics can be serious business. Yes. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. Really can be a serious issue. Symptoms of blood sugar spikes in diabetic diabetics. Excuse me. Uh, can include increased thirst, frequent urination, fatigue, sudden outbursts of racism. Well, shortness really? of breath, what fruity breath odor, and dry mouth. You had there was one in there that was like Sesame Street didn't belong with the others. I think uh, fatigue, the, the racism, blurting oh. out racist remarks. Oh, yeah, I thought it- you thought that one was weird, huh? Me too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, it's not one. But some piece of shit high school basketball announcer named Matt Rowan tried to pass it off as one. See, Matt Rowan was calling the Oklahoma girls basketball state championship quarterfinals when the ladies of uh, Norman High School took a knee during the national anthem, uh, which a true patriot like Matt Rowan doesn't take too kindly to. So Uh he called him the N-word on a hot mic. Uh, And then that was uh, diabetes. Better? Yeah, and then he came out and blamed it on a blood sugar spike related to his type 1 diabetes. I didn't have my candy bars to that day. Uh, <laughs> so I called what? these teenage girls the N-word. I just start this, getting real racist. This guy's my always, blood sugar gets low. He's always running into 7-Eleven with his hands over his eyes. <laughs> give me that apple juice. Give me a Slurpee. <laughs> he needed to pass out right after he said it. That's the only way. <laughs> Don't, I don't want to look at you unless you're white. Are you white? Okay. Right. <laughs> oh. Point me to the candy bars. Oh, man. 
He's uh, he belongs to a Baptist church, so I hope that doesn't get the <laughs> blood sugar spikes on Sundays. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm going to play the clip, and uh, I I beeped out the place where he clearly says the N word, which is the second beep, uh, as well as the place in the clip where he may have said it, because no one needs to hear that shit. Uh, this asshole's a fucking racist asshole. But Baba, please roll the clip. And we will be right back here live after the national anthem, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, apologies, guys, if that was hard to hear because the national anthem appropriately was playing over it. Right. But, uh, it was an angry tyrant. While he was talking over right. it. Yeah. <laughs> but essentially well, I, what he was saying like, is they're kneeling, uh, effing N-words, and then um, he, he got confused about which team was which for a second. He was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, which one's kneeling? Because I hope they get their ass kicked. Uh, wait, oh, it's oh, it's it's uh, Norman. Yeah, yeah. Hope Midland City mid kicks Norman's ass. You know, he's- I, I enjoy that part too, Pat. I like it when he was like, "I hope Norman kicks their ass," and he's like, "It is Norman." He goes, "I hope Midwest Kit City kicks their ass." <laughs> he's really, he's really thinking really clearly when he's like, uh, "They're they're already kneeling." He knows that. And he's like, "Are they even saluting the flag?" Right. Like, why would they be saluting from a kneel? Like, what is? He's yeah. just like making himself more angry in he's, his mind. He was, that was like, the blood uh, sugar must have been. He was like, "How there. dare you, teenage girls, express your First <laughs> Amendment rights in front of me in a way that I don't think is appropriate? Men died for your right to express yourself freely and openly, but not in that way." Uh, you N words. What a piece of human shit. That's exactly what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly. What, so, why was he on the mic? Wasn't he supposed to be turned off? He obviously thought he was turned he off. He owns there, right? the fucking broadcasting company. Uh, and he. Uh, and I, and no, he's like, he, yeah, the NFHS. The, jo- it's he, the OP, like, OSPN is the name of his uh, company. Uh, oh, oh, it's mm. like ESPN 8, the Ocho. Yeah, exactly. He owns it, which gives, like, okay. there's no excuse for his language in the first place. OSPN? But, That's yeah. not oh, even. Even OSPN. a joke. A Holy sports network. Yeah. <laughs> OSPN is done. Boom. Uh, but for real, uh, like, I don't know. What a piece of shit. Uh, Rowan, who, uh, I'm sorry, he was the owner of OSPN because OSPN's gone. Scrubbed from oh, the internet. Oh, I was going to say, OSPN had to move on from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're continuing without Matt. No. Uh, he's a self-described family man and youth pastor who said he was, quote, embarrassed and disappointed in himself. Uh, He first tried to pin his language on his co-host during a phone interview with The Frontier. No shit, did he? That's amazing. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the owner, so you got to take the fall. I don't think he was thinking it through, but essentially he goes, no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me that said those remarks, thereby (laughs) throwing his co-host under the fucking bus. (laughs) Right. Uh, Right. But a couple hours later, after uh, dealing with what we can only assume was another blood sugar spike, he decided to do the right thing and admitted that it was him. Uh, yeah, because he's, he's a man of honor who wants to do the right thing once he's caught. Uh, Rowan said, quote, 
During the game, my sugar was spiking, and while not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. Uh, if it had not been for my sugar spiking, I do not believe that I would have made such horrible statements. That's his friend being like, hey, just tell him your sugar spike. What's the worst that can happen? Just go try it. Just try it. Try it. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, think, you think someone advised him? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. He's sure. sitting there thinking like, what? How do we get out of this one, Matt? It was probably yeah. his wife. So yeah. tell him it's your blood sugar, honey. Yeah. Well, you get angry when you, you you get cranky when your blood sugar's off. Yeah. Well, do, why does it what what does it matter if it's his blood sugar or not? I mean, his company's done. Oh, he's not going to be able to get hired like in media anymore. He's got to totally change careers. Yeah, he's got to guys. Not only yeah. that, will the the uh, the team that he called the N words won the state title. Today. Yes. Oh, and that's the best part about it. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. While he's while his life is spiraling down and he's getting fired, they're just winning state titles on his fucking face. Oh, no. Opens yeah. the kneeling the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, guys. Uh, Matt went on to continue. He released a statement, like a full on press release, which was yeah, great. Uh, he he said, uh, "Well, the comments I made." would certainly seem to indicate that I'm racist. I am not. Uh, oh, okay. I have never considered myself to be a racist. Well, Matt, I don't think it's up to you. Uh, I don't think it's no. whether you consider yourself to be <laughs> racist made, or not. We've made Matt. that decision for you, Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty th video evidence is pretty clear. Oh, what a piece of shit. Good, good for Norman winning that state title. All right, guys, this show is brought to you by Stereo. By now, you're probably familiar with this ad read, but if you're not familiar with listening to our Stereo shows on Wednesday and Friday afternoons, you really should be. Uh, it's yeah. a great way to join into a show with us and ask us questions or steer the show in any direction you want it to go. Um, so if you go to Stereo.com slash Hard Factor Mark, Wes, Will, or Pat Cassidy, you can subscribe and follow us, then join in on the app, which you can get at the App Store. And then you're in. At the end of the show, I'll play you a clip from Will and I's Friday show from a few days ago where, mm. where we did a live power hour drinking power a shot hour. of beer every minute uh, while some of you played along with us and a lot of you called in. It was great. So Stereo.com slash Hard Factor. It's actually not Stereo.com slash Hard Factor. So I want to make sure we don't do oh, that oh, wrong. Oh, is it not? We'll get it at the end of the show. Are you nice. sure? I'm positive. Okay. We will get you the right URL. There's another... Uh, clip at the end and you you get on the stereo yeah we'll put the url I, I, could the do, I could do the ad again huh we'll figure it out we'll figure okay it. we got we go yeah. the, get the stereo app and we'll give you the the real url at the end of the show there yeah, you just go. follow us that's important yeah get on stereo get in there it's super fucking fun all right now we got to take it over to the police brutality corner which is not a fun place uh, to be uh, at all. Uh, so a couple serious stories here, uh, but big ones. We need to talk about them. Quick update from a police brutality story from last week. George Floyd's family reached a $27 million settlement with the city of Minneapolis in court late last week. And this isn't police brutality, but Pat, to all of our shock, Ken Paxson didn't immediately win his lawsuit against the city of Austin hmm. for, the max, for the masks. So judge kicked the can down the road for at least two weeks. But... Back to police brutality. We've got two pretty bad ones we need to talk about. The first of two police brutality stories today is about somebody who was very close to the Hardo Hive um, and suffered a tragic death in July of 2019 after a routine traffic stop in Wagoner County, Oklahoma, just east of Tulsa. So the uh, guy, the deceased name is Jeffrey Kruger. Um, he was choked to death at the scene on the road in police custody, and his parents are now suing the Wagner uh, Wagner County um, for a wrongful death of their son. 
And here's a quote from their attorney, quote, it's obvious from looking at the description of the ambulance report and the medical records that he was suffocated and beat to death at the scene, unquote. The attorney added that one deputy used a taser on Kruger while another sat on his back, pinning him to the pavement, despite Kruger's calling for help and saying that he couldn't breathe. Um, so the cops have already been cleared by the DA criminally in this case, but with the clean toxicology report, the Kruger family still wants answers for why their son was choked to death uh, for being an unruly you know, traffic stop. Uh, the lawyers also released a four and a half minute video of an officer kneeling on Jeffrey's back prior to them realizing that he wasn't breathing, which uh, was the picture that Bubba popped up. That was the moment they realized they had uh, suffocated him. So our thoughts and prayers mm. are with the Kruger family as they endure this horrific situation. That's terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. And taking it over to England, we've got the ultimate form of police brutality and police breaking up protests about a girl who was abducted, raped, and murdered by a police officer in London earlier this month. So uh, the girl's name is Sarah... Everard, she's a 33-year-old woman who was abducted uh, from a city street in early March in London and found dead in the woodlands, like outside the UK capital. Uh, the officer uh, who's suspected of the murder and a woman who allegedly helped him abduct Sarah are already in police custody. But obviously, it's a case that's causing mass protests, especially among women who don't feel safe in the city anymore. Uh, if you're walking you know, on city streets where they have closed circuit TV in all of London and you just get abducted by a, you know, raped and killed by a police officer, going to make you feel pretty unsafe. Well, well this, is, this kind of rubs me the wrong way. The, 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But the, the rape or the murder? No, saying it's police brutality. This guy was just a complete, like, psycho fucking... Like, is this, is this murderer. like, what, what, yeah, murder. Yeah, I was, was going to ask what's what's he, the details. Yeah, was he like arresting her? Or was he just like a, like a murderer that just happened uh, to be a police officer? The details I don't think are released yet. Um, the details, okay. uh, they just, yeah. no, they have announced that they have the, the cop in custody who did it, who they think did it, but they don't, we, you don't know exactly what happened. The cops are now arresting protesters though, who are, who are mad about the situation for violating COVID protocols and what seems like an authoritarian nightmare for a supposedly mistake. free city like that's, London. That's that's mm. a mistake. What they're yeah. doing, get ban like banning the the candlelight vigils and stuff. Yeah. Vigils. So women that's are sick of being targeted in violent attacks. They're protesting it, and then it was a cop that did it, and now they're arrest. The cops are arresting people who are protesting the attack. Yeah. yeah so. so those stories, like uh, I see your point, Wes. Those are completely different. One's like police brutality on a traffic stop. And one potentially is a, a serial killer. Just, just a woman, happens to be a cop. And yeah. he's a cop. Yeah. yeah. We have to find out more details. But I think the, the, the important takeaways from the second story that I've been reading is like women in general are like, yeah, it's like another Me Too moment where they're like, we have had to wear fake headphones or like put music on low when we go on jogs. Uh, we've been getting cat calls since we were 11. Uh, like 90% of women that were surveyed were like, we've been, we've felt uh, it's incredibly scared and had to run for our lives. Or, you know, assumedly mm. we had to just, we, we just took off and ran at least once in our life from a yeah. scene. Like that, that's the big takeaway is like women don't feel safe. It walking. Yeah, it reminds me of you guys watched that the documentary on Netflix about uh, the Ripper that was uh, in in England where they had to like you know have like curfews and and, and the women could, weren't you know allowed on the streets because this guy was this this serial killer was after right them. it's and like it's crazy so I think that the point of the women is why do we have to lock ourselves at home just because we're the target of so many violent attacks yeah why can't the that's the same protest they situation. had back in the day. Okay, well, yep. yeah, and this was a cop who yep. raped and murdered this girl. Um, so, yeah, they seem to have a point. Um, 
And people like Mark said are coming out in droves, uh, telling stories about creepers uh, and to supporting the cause of women's safety, trying <clears> to <throat> spread awareness that women are, you know, attacked by men all the time. I yeah, personally I'm going to take advantage of this to to scare women because now they're really susceptible. <laughs> I'm going to go out and start catcalling more and maybe, you know. I'm, there you go. I'm just kidding. I'm just a little kidding. soon, Mark. Just Bad kidding. idea, especially in England. R.I.P. Sarah Everard. That's a fate that nobody should have to suffer. Yeah, yeah, um, that's terrible. Both those stories were terrible. Psycho. Um, terrible outcomes. All right, guys. Got a new sponsor. The sport of business means demanding excellence from your craft and wardrobe. As you can see, we're stepping it up today. Your fit. Your fits need to be versatile, blending timeless style and comfort so that you look as good as you feel. For that, there's Cuts Clothing. They've taken a classic men's fashion staple, the plain tee, and refined it, combining premium quality with a minimalist aesthetic. Built per- for per- performance in the boardroom, the bar, or the gym, Cuts Clothing keeps you sharp wherever the game takes you. In 2016, Cuts founder Steve Borelli set out to create clothes ready for every occasion the modern man faces. He started by reinventing the T-shirt. The end result, what GQ magazine calls, quote, the only shirt worth wearing. You hear that? The only shirt worth wearing. You know how much time that's, that's going to you know how much time that's going to save you when picking out your shirt? It's fucking easy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. The, the done. fabric on yeah. the, the fabric on these shirts is, is phenomenal. I yeah. also hate wearing shirts. So I'm just going to get two of these. Right. And a lot of no shirts. Exactly. Uh, the signature butterfly soft uh, Pika. PYCA uh, Pro Tri-Blended Tea. It's a bold new take on a classic design combining the ultimate blend of high-quality cotton, polyester, and spandex. Honestly, the shirts are extremely nice. They sent us some along with a sweatshirt, which is very flattering. Just a really nice product with a nice package, too. That box, fucking incredibly nice. Um, it's not just a lifestyle. It's not just clothing. It's office leisure apparel apparel for the sport of business. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash hardfactor. That's cuts clothing.com slash hard factor for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. Nice. And before we get into this, I, I need to address, I, I think my URL was correct. I don't understand why I got called out for the stereo URL Uh-oh. that we've been giving off for the past month. <laughs> I don't Is know. Correct. Sorry. Stereo.com when I go to stereo.com.com slash hard factor, it says, oops, that page doesn't Not exist. Oh, no, hard you have factor. Have, you, you have, have to have put have in the, Mark, Will, Wes, or Pat Cassidy at the end of it. Hard yeah. factor, Our Mark. individual. Hard yours. factor, What Will. did you say? Hard factor, Wes. Run it back. It it's the same shit I say every time we read that ad. All right, next one. Okay, guys. It's also in our ad copy. Okay, guys. We've all played sports <laughs> when we were younger or been uh, on like competitive groups or teams, right? All mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember how there was always a, a few parents on the competitive teams that were like way too into it, like yelling at the refs or the coaches from the sidelines? Oh, yeah. Always wanting to talk to the coaches about why their kid wasn't in, maybe wasn't playing as much as they thought they should be. Possibly mm-hmm. the game mm-hmm. would have to stop completely and that parent or parents would have to be told to leave the vicinity uh, a lot of blood sugar spikes. Yeah. Yeah, on. for sure. Yeah. I remember my grandma yeah. yelling, put Wesley in, put Wesley in. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. I'm sure that wasn't embarrassing. Yeah, that was great. Uh, hey, I get it. We, you know, we're talking scholarships at stake sometimes, right? Also, maybe you're living vicariously through your kid, or you just love them so much, and you know that they're sad they aren't starting and playing so much. So, you know, you don't want to sit around and do nothing. Are, are any of you three gonna be like this for your children? Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm, uh, be- no. Well, I, you, Pat, you're gonna. It's be how you get minutes. That at the games. It's how yeah, you get okay. the boy minutes. I mean, that's true. You 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 will get more playing time probably. Squeaky wheel gets really the grease. The coach. Yeah. And Beef's gonna get creative with it too. I'm sure. Um, maybe not as creative. Bring in as my one. handgun. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
maybe you are going to get as creative. Then. One <laughs> one mom who could definitely not sit around and do nothing is 50 year old Pennsylvania woman Raffaella Spone. Uh, Spone's daughter was a member of the Victory Vipers cheerleading squad in Chalfont, PA, which is in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, where a lot of my family lives. I guess Spone's daughter wasn't getting the attention Raffaella thought she should be getting. I don't know, which is why she sent coaches of the teenage cheerleading squad anonymous photos and videos that depicted her daughter's rival teammates uh, naked, drinking, and smoking. Mm. So there you go, coach. Here you go, coach. Look look what these girls are doing. Kick them off the team. How old are the girls? Uh, children under Jesus age. Christ, young huh. young teens. What? Um, she she was trying to get them kicked off the team. So when that didn't work right away, she started sending the girls themselves anonymous messages, uh, saying things like, "You should leave the team and the earth because you should kill yourself." Oh Jesus! That Whoa. direct quote. Give me an yeah. Get, well, no, I mean, but she told them to kill themselves. So that's Ooh. direct. Uh, give me an O. Give me an H. Give me an M. Give me a Y. Give me a G, give me an O, and give me a D. What's that spell? Oh, my God. What? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this lady uh, with her teenage cheerleading team? Uh, when so police... where did she get the pictures from? We're going to get to that. When police began investigating uh, the phone number that was harassing the teenage girls that are better at cheerleading than her daughter, probably, they found the number was generated through a website that sells number to telemarketers. So she got pretty creative with it. Uh, paid for a phone number that telemarketers pay for, and then started you know spamming these girls with harassing messages. Pretty sneaky. But when they traced trace that IP address that ordered the fake number, they found it was an IP address inside Spone's home. Uh, mm. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's always going to get traced back to you yeah. if you're doing targeted online harassment. I don't understand. Pretty much. She thought always. a burner. She basically thought a burner account was like a unlimited. She doesn't know community. about a VPN. Yeah. Yeah. I guess she thought like the girls would just get kicked off the team and they wouldn't, you know, contact the police, which they definitely did uh, mm. contact the police and didn't get kicked off the team. Uh, Spone was arrested on March 4th for three counts of cyber harassment of children. And when the police investigated that's, where that's a bad count, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never <laughs> heard of that law before. That's a bad one. As an adult, that's pretty bad. Uh, when the police investigated where the videos and photos came from, Will of the girls partying naked, some in bikinis with them vaping and drinking uh, yeah. way underage. Uh, it turns that's out. It's also, yeah, illegal for her to have those pictures, probably. Well, she also completely faked them. They were deep fakes. So she went on their social media accounts, oh. got pictures of them, then found pictures of like skinny girls naked and partying and like morphed them into. Uh, their the girls' faces onto those bodies and made videos of them. So Psychotic. they were fucking deep fakes. So not good. Uh, not good at all because 50-year-old psychopath moms in Bucks County, PA can now create deep fakes, guys. Yeah, uh, so deep fakes are here. Wow. They need to get some stiff laws against these fucking things quick. Um, like, like, well, like, well, how do you... Could, well, I mean, she's going to get in, tr- in trouble. Oh, blockchain this- is the answer. Back to blockchain. <laughs> so you have to buy. So all <laughs> photos have to be from a blockchain. Otherwise, yeah, they're fake. It doesn't count. Oh. Blockchain, right. boys. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I'm, I'm for it because these things are terrible. It's blockchain. So <laughs> you know what's going to happen? People are going to start selling deep fakes. On, on yeah. Blockchain. What if you. Yeah. What? I'm going to make a deep fake blockchain. No, That's you're missing the point, guys. Flip, flip it on its head. Uh, yeah. I'm not even going to try to explain it to you, but blockchain. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> Yeah. All right, that's it. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, so what a fucking wait, wait, psycho quick, mom, by the way. Yeah, can we get a picture of the psycho mom up? 
She looks like Tanya oh. Harding. She oh looks like Tanya. She looks yeah. and acts like Tanya Harding. Why? It's a haunting mugshot. <laughs> I totally thought. So I was skimming this story over the weekend. Didn't click on it. I thought it was the mom from Dance Moms. That's that's who it looks like. No, I, I said it looked like Tanya Harding. She does, and and I know why her her um her daughter. She, if her daughter looks like anything like her, then that's the why this is all happening. Well. Oh, no. There's some big girls on the cheerleading squad. No, no, no. no shame. They, they yeah, asked, they got to have some bases on there. To yeah, the strong base. I know about that. They asked yeah. one of the parents of the victims, like, why the hell would yeah, okay. she do this? And the only theory he could come up with is because he, he didn't he wasn't like, well, she's the worst cheerleader on the team. He said because um, uh, a lot of the parents had started advising their daughters who were friends with Spone's daughter to stop hanging out with her because she herself was a party girl. So I mm. think Spone's mom heard that and said, oh, you think my daughter's a party girl? I'll show you. You the party girls. Kill I'm going to drunkenly yeah. make deep fakes yeah. of you and post them on a burner account. <laughs> and, oh, did you get caught smoking? Why don't you kill yourself? Yeah. Ooh. That's scary. That's scary. Ooh, ooh. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> what, what's up, Pat? The whole team's a bunch of DLPGs. <laughs> what, is, what's what does that, that mean? Dirty little party girls. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. You know what that means. DLPG. They like ATM, ATM, ATM transactions. Bubba's right? doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba's like off screen going, yeah, I, I know probably, what that means. They're probably too young to joke about. But uh, if they were. Oh, older, yeah. God damn it. All right. Move on. <laughs> I just, yeah, that's that bad. Uh, well, you know, just had to you know stick the finger in the pie one more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's move to the last story of the day. Speaking of pies, pizza pies. Here's a, a listener submission from Matt Daddy P. I'm glad he sent this in. It's about a Canadian influencer who tried to make a Garfield the Cat themed pizza restaurant in Toronto. And then he also accompanied this Garfield themed pizza restaurant with a Quibi style web show because he loved Quibi so much. And the idea of Quibi. You guys know um, uh, restaurants and Quibi had a hard time during the pandemic. And so predictably, both the restaurant and his web series has all gone out of business, similar to Quibi and countless other restaurants during the pandemic. But Nathan uh, Masri, isn't that going to let him stop him? He still released the 18 minute video, uh, a trial. uh, um, And the good news is that you can watch it. So here's a 30 second teaser uh, of what you can see, Bubba, if you could play the clip. Love me, feed me, don't leave me. I'm Nathan Masri. I'm the co-founder of Garfield Eats. Oh, and this is Garfield Masri. Say hello. Maybe not. We have helped him amass over 170,000 Instagram followers. But the most exciting challenge of all is still in store for Nathan. Running the hottest Garfield-themed restaurant in the world. Oh, he's toast. Cease and desist, baby. Cease and fucking desist. You are so toast, Nathan. Nathan. So, but Nathan, I mean, he's he's like, I guess he's unashamed of the whole experience because he released this 18-minute. What's the allure? It looks like Chuck E. Cheese. Well, cats. there's no allure. It's out of business already. Did he get a license? <laughs> do you get like a Yeah, he opened it up and everything. Do you get he to had like it. pet an orange cat when you go in there? Like, what's the deal? Uh, the, the pizzas were Garfield shaped. He goes okay. on, like, if you watch, you got to watch 18 minute thing. He goes on to speak to his staff like they're the dumbest people on planet Earth, <laughs> like his pizza kitchen staff. It's it's hilarious because no, he's like, No, they've got to be Garfield shaped pizzas. He's, yeah. starting, Idiot. A, he's <laughs> starting a pizza shop in a pandemic. It's Quibi themed. Yeah. It wasn't a lasagna shop. <laughs> though that's yeah, what right. irks me yeah yeah the lasagna and, it, and garfield looks so delicious yes, yeah that's it's, what he eats is garfield yeah, right. huge in toronto or something i don't get it 
Like, no, I don't, I, you know, it's a, weird is a horrible, it's a horrible fucking idea. Apparently it was like a big buzz in Canada. Don't, um, knock, don't knock Garfield West. Well, that's I'm not, not the I'm point not, of the I'm story. You don't have to Garfield. take shots at Garfield. I'm, I'm saying, why is it so, why would you pick Garfield out of the fucking blue? Because he, he has an orange cat himself. He named Garfield. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meet Garfield. Doesn't make any Nasri. sense to me. How is it Quibi style? It was just like 15 minutes. He, no, no. He just gave an interview. He's such a weirdo. He gave an interview like before when the when the shop was launching and he was like, I love Quibi. I'm going to make a Quibi style video to go along with because he wanted it's to show be incredible. on Quibi because they were handing money out. Correct. Yeah. yeah okay. He thought he had a Quibi deal. Everything fell through. According to the director, uh, Howard Duff Gordon, Love Me, Feed Me, Don't Leave Me uh, with Nathan Masry now exists as a standalone 18 minute uh, quote unquote guerrilla reality show slash experimental art project unquote is what they're going with on that one. Uh, if you want to see the full thing, fellas, I would highly. No, thank you. Yeah, uh, I might play it for my cats. If you've got some time, you might want to check it out. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor today. I know we've got a lot of ads now, but thanks for sticking with us while we figure out how to survive in the post barstool era with all of our ad partners and the different people we're working with now. Um, you know, uh, for Hard Factor and the Hard O Hive. To succeed, please continue to support us and our sponsors if you want, uh, you know, t- the show to keep going. Uh, and most importantly, have a great fucking day. Let me serve your bitch lasagna. Bitch lasagna. Bitch lasagna. Pizza Reese ain't nothing but a bitch lasagna. Bitch lasagna. Bitch lasagna. Look at these series, they just crying for their mama. Bitch lasagna. Bitch lasagna. Pizza Reese ain't nothing but a bitch lasagna. Bitch lasagna. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Remember, we have stereo shows every Wednesday and Friday. They're free. You just need the stereo app. And if you go to uh, www.stereo.com slash hard factor, Mark, stereo.com slash hard factor, Will, stereo.com slash hard factor, Wes, or stereo.com slash Pat Cassidy, you can like go straight to our individual pages and subscribe, follow all of us. And then every Wednesday and Friday afternoon, join us for a show. Here's a sample of what Will and I uh, did on Friday with, with uh, somebody that joined in. Most of the stuff we're going to be picking up is not going to yeah. be for the ham. There's going to be some nasty shit when you're fucking metal detecting. <laughs> I hope we find some, some crazy shit, like a gold tooth, like all sorts of weird shit out there. Um, gold we'll tooth would be but... fucking sweet. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Imagine the thoughts that would race through your head and find a gold tooth, just like a random gold tooth. <laughs> How did <laughs> it get <laughs> filmed? Yeah. Now, would, you, would you look like a skeleton after that? It's just yeah, he looks tooth. like the bones. <laughs> shot. It's a shot. Shot. Uh, Wes, that's a gold tooth. <laughs> hey, boys, it's Wex from Indiana. I just wanted to say that I think the Venn diagram Wes. of rise and grind people and people that actually like Mondays is just a full circle. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. rise and grind, though. Rise and grind, you, you, I, I could see somebody using that, but then also being like, the Fridays for sure. Best. Because it's work. What a miserable! Play. What a miserable life you'd have if you thought Mondays was the best day. Go find yourself. <laughs> you kidding me? Mondays, Mondays. <laughs> I mean, rise and grind. Is, I don't. I, is there, I'm sure that's a hashtag. That's probably a great hashtag to follow if you want to feel worse about yourself. Like, <laughs> you know people, leave, leave me alone. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like everybody else is working out, getting everything done in their life. You're just like. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to see it. I don't need to see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm
Will, would you steal a 400-pound slide from a public playground to put in your daughter's... Like, Scarlett needs a bunk bed with a slide, obviously. Would you do that on your own with brute strength? No. No way. No. I mean, like, why not? I, I, would, I, would, I would be willing to do a lot of things, and I probably don't even understand yet. But, I, I, but <laughs> the, the slide... I mean, like, well, I feel like I would just get a slide. I wouldn't steal it. Like, I, I, like, I don't see where I would be in a situation where I'd have to steal something. But I would lug, like, a heavy-ass thing for her. Yeah, for sure. See you later, yeah!